0: Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B-Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. Tonight, we're going to get into it with Juice Crew versus Wu-Tang. Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. You
1: can find us on our Twitter at Mixed Era Rap and you can find us on our Instagram a mixed era rap pod.
0: All right, that's what's up. So we're going to let our main man Kev uh lead us on this one and the discussion we're going to start with is Juice Crew versus Wu-Tang and we're going to let Kev give us our debate line.
1: <laughs> okay, just off mic, just prep, show prep. The, the uh a statement I made which my co-host feel like is a very bold statement. Quite, quite, bold. <laughs> if if we're if I I, 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 I hate to say Juice Crew versus Wu Tang, but that that's going to be the emphasis of the uh, the conversation. But if you take a if you take rap groups which are four or more, are we going three or more, or four or more for consider a group?
2: Why can't two or more be a group outcast? That's a duo we might be looking at semantics here, but in real time, I'm going to look up the definition of group. <laughs>
1: a group, a group should be at least.
2: It says three. Nope. Nope. I'm reading the exact definition. There's two. It says a number of people or things that are located close together or are considered or classed together. It does not say anything about numbers. All right. Ah,
1: then that, okay. So collect. So, so, so so groups are going to be considered two or more, right? Yeah, two or more MCs, right?
2: Yep,
1: two but, or more I MCs. Mean,
2: okay. So wait, wait, wait. So Paul, so Eric B and Rakim is not a group. Eric B and Rakim is not a group. Why?
1: According to him, according to him, they're not a group. So, to me, they are. They are a duo. I think they're a duo. So I think Run DMC is a trio.
2: Oh my! Oh my gosh, man! Oh
1: my gosh! <laughs> so I do. We- and, and, and I put it to you like this. If you take 80s hip hop, the DJ was
2: just as important as the MC. Right. And that's what makes them a group just because.
1: That, and that's what I'm saying. So yes, I do. I consider uh, Eric B and Rakim as a group, as a, as a group because they are Eric B and
2: Rakim is in their name. Yeah. They're both getting billed. Yeah. They're a group. So yeah. Okay. Continue. So all of these people are a group. Let's, duo trio quintet like come on man they're a group <laughs> okay
1: but okay so the, the conversation started off with Wu-Tang and yeah. their early bodies of work and my comment was well I guess the point I was trying to make is that if you call Wu-Tang the great the best group of all time there are you have a tough argument to go against that now. Group, as in, I guess, more than three members. Because if if, if we're going group, as in duos or up, then it changes the conversation.
2: And um, so, make your point. I mean, flat out, like, yeah, okay.
1: I mean, I mean, okay. So if we're talking, okay, so my point is this: if If we just look at the basis of groups or crews, just as far as talent goes, I believe there is no group or crew in hip-hop that was more talented than the Juice Crew. But because the Juice Crew never did an album together, I can't put them in the best. But I think that the Juice Crew is more talented than Wu-Tang, and that is the basis of... How we're the, the conversation we're about to have.
2: So here, just so for our listeners that don't know the Juice Crew, just outline that for everybody.
1: Wait, say that one more time.
2: For the listeners that don't know the Juice Crew, the members, the the blah blah blah. Outline that for them.
1: Okay, so you have Molly Mar, who was the um, the producer and the the lead of the group. Um, Roxanne Shantae, the the female, uh, MC Shan. Biz Markie, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Coogee Rap, Master Ace, Craig G. They had other members later on, but this the that's the early basis of the group right there.
2: Yeah, Kane came later. Right. Alright, Michelle. So, like we were saying, guys and girls out there in, in radio land, off air, Kev told me that the Juice Crew was the greatest group of all time slash the greatest collection of individual members. I'm going to let him make his... No, no, no. no. I, just, wait, wait, wait. I said okay, most gonna, talented. I said most right. talented.
1: That's a difference. It's a difference because make, they don't have a body of work to be considered great.
2: Right. So, well, make your point, man, because I'm still just slightly baffled off what's going on here.
1: Okay, so, so look, here it is. <laughs> In order, and if you want to say it sounds strange, and I I can get it, you can say my my uh, my view or my opinion is strange. But if you don't have at least three albums, I've really I don't think you can categorize someone as great or top anything. Is that fair? Uh,
2: I think it's
0: why you you causing problems there. Cause if you're gonna go there, then you got to pull down uh, the notorious Big off of his uh, off of his uh, you know his throne. I mean, yeah, the, exactly. I
1: mean, but but that also depends on how you look at double albums, though.
0: Yeah, but you got to pull Eric B and him off their throne.
2: No, they got more than three records. Nope.
1: Yes, they have. They have at least three.
2: They de- they definitely have at least three. What's the what's, the, what's the, they have three? Paid in full. Follow the leader don't sweat the technique don't sweat. Th- and it was a-, a
0: full album i thought that was just a, a single
2: no that's a full album man. all right well that's your three <laughs> there you go and there's <laughs> another one there's another one in there for sure
1: let the rhythm hit him
2: um but yeah let the, let the rhythm hit him anyway uh You know what? And this is a sidebar. When we're talking about greatest of all time, all that blah, blah, I told you I don't really like talking about that. But I feel like you have to exclude Tupac and Biggie because it's just a never-ending cycle of Tupac, man. Oh, Biggie don't have enough stuff, man. Tupac, man. More versatile. Well, Biggie, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, hot take or not, I don't know if Tupac has any albums that are greatest of all time. I, I don't think so. We've talked about how excessive All Eyes on Me is. And Me Against the World is probably the other one that people, you know, go for. But if you compare that to like Ready to Die or Thirty Six Chambers or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think it holds up, man. I don't think that album is is nearly as good as any of those other records, you know? I mean So
1: it, I mean it is, it, it, it's very, uh, it's very opinionated of how you would consider greatest because, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just like you just said, you know, could Tupac's, could Me Against the World go up against 36 Chambers? No. Could Me Against the World? I mean, I don't know if Tupac got a better album than Ready to Die. And that's not to say Tupac is bad, but.
2: Right. And that that's just facts. You know what I mean? Like, Ready I to Die I mean, okay, yes. If, if we look at the
1: last, okay according to the music industry a double album counts as two albums you get credit for two albums honestly
2: in in your record contract that is true you get credit for making two discs versus one
1: right so we can say biggie has three albums but if you want to count that last album as two biggie had two impactful albums and he could be he could go against the grain if you wanted to put him in a top 5 or top 10 and say he only had two albums. They were that impactful, and there are not many people who only had who had two impactful albums like that. Like, back to back. I mean, like, people might have had, you might have had a good first album, then your second album was so-so, and then your third and your fourth was great, then your fifth was so-so, stuff like that, but it's not too many people who had an impact like he did, so I couldn't take Big down, but if you said, I don't know, I can't even think of nobody like. <laughs> um, but
2: I mean, but but see, but see, my 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 other thing too though is like when we talk about greatest records of all time, like front to back, like the content of this record in a vacuum. Ready to Die is so good that Biggie, you don't even have to look at any of that other stuff. Thirty Six Chambers is so good that if they just broke up and never made nothing else, if you look at Illmatic. And don't look at none of the other stuff. Just look at this record. Same with Midnight Marauders, or some people are low in theory. You know, If you look at those records in a vacuum, not compared to nothing else, just this album, 60 minutes, 14 tracks, whatever, it sounds better than everything else is what I'm saying. And number one, does Tupac have one of those? If you ask me, no. And that encompassed with the greatest of all time talk, Pulls him down because you have to have a magnum opus. You have to have your greatest of all time argument. Jay Z's got one. Nas got one. uh Ice Cube's got one. Dr. Dre, you know whoever whoever else you want to put in there. Everyone has this. This is what I contributed to the game. This is what I contributed to my greatest of all time argument. I think all eyes on me can and
1: can go up there though, man.
2: I mean, it could because it's like, oh, he went to death row and he got with, you know, blah, blah. And it was it was wild. And I'd have to look. It might be the first double disc hip hop record. It might be. And even that, you know, like you got to get some kind of credit, for all of that stuff. And Tupac was Tupac. Don't get me wrong. However, if we're talking top 10 hip hop records of all time, period. No. All eyes on me. If if we go like. And I'm just throwing a, a shot in the dark. If we go top twenty-five, I don't think you can do twenty-five without adjust justifiably putting Tupac on there somewhere, but not top ten, man. No, absolutely not, and not top five for sure. Absolutely, I can not. give
1: you that. I can give you that. I don't know. We did a top album. We did a top ten album list. I don't think I had All Eyes on Me in the top ten though. No,
2: definitely not. But okay. I mean any and I'll listen to someone's argument, someone's justification, but in my opinion, I mean since we're here, the the top hip hop records ever made, top 3, it rotates between Illmatic, Ready to Die, and 36 Chambers, just depending on how I'm feeling that day. And I'll listen to an argument to, you know, for something else. But if it's not one of those, like you'd have to really like come with some evidence on that argument.
1: So what's so that's your top three, and what's the other two then?
2: The other three. The other two of the three.
1: <laughs> no, you had you had those three as what you think are the like the top. So what else what what would be four and five then?
2: Oh uh I don't know. I mean when you're on a podium there's only gold, silver, and bronze. Does four and five matter? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's hip hop, man. Everything is five, man. Yeah. You know
2: that. I I don't know. Five
1: mics, top five is always five.
2: I don't know, man. I'd have to actually think about it. If just off the top of my head, maybe I'd I'd say the Chronic, and uh, I don't know, Midnight Marauders, maybe.
1: Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> okay, to, to kind of bring it back to the topic, I guess. Um,
2: There's no topic, man. We just we just.
1: I know we're just talking, <laughs> just <two>
2: homeboys, <laughs> just talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, no, man, we we are we are we having a good time, but we do got to get back to this because I really want to get it d- d- jump into this heavy, and uh, I need you to give me some porting, some porting evidence of the Juice Crew's uh, mastery over their talent compared to the Wu Tang Clan. I just need to, I get it. If you take, if you don't add in Big Daddy Kane, I don't see your argument.
1: <laughs> wait, if you wait, put- wait, 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 wait. How you gonna take members out? How you gonna take members away? take, take members away. You
0: didn't admit You
1: I did say Kane. You
0: didn't add Big Daddy Kane in. You, you you said later. He came later.
1: No, 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 no. I said some other people came later. I didn't say Kane came later.
0: He because he was the last member. Who else came after? If
1: we're talking about the symphony juice crew, that's the that's the juice crew I'm talking about. All the people who rapped on the symphony.
0: Okay, so okay. Let's, let's, let's start it out.
2: Kane versus Raekwon. I mean, wait, we well, pause? pause, Kane. I don't think we could do a versus like straight head to head, different times, different eras, different kind of, you know, and who's going to go up against Roxanne Shante. Like, come on, honestly, but it, well, you, you know, been, let's not do a one-on-one head to head, but Kevin, make your, 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 your point because, uh, it's get, it's getting muddier by the second. <laughs> yes.
1: Cause because you because t- y'all tear me down, man. Okay, so
2: because you're on some madness, man. For real, for real.
1: I'm just saying just pure talent. If okay, so if I go, I'm gonna do it again. Molly Marr on the production, Roxanne Shantae, Shane, Biz, Kane, Coogee Rap. Uh Master Ace, Craig G. That's eight.
0: All right, pause there. Pause there. So let me say why I'm asking you to pause there. Because I know we don't want to do head to head, but you have to do head to head with Marley and Riza because both of those producers produced at least all of the first uh Wu Tang albums and all of the first members of the Juice Crew albums. So you gotta put them head to head.
1: Not really, cause I mean that's be that's be if we want to get real technical, RZA had a little help. Oh.
2: I mean, but you you know what you know what I think is a is a better since since they've got symphony right. Could you pick one Wu Tang song and just do like the best representation of Wu Tang versus the only representation of Juice Crew? Could you do that? It would have to be Killer Bees, wouldn't it? I'm thinking protect your neck and
0: um, protect your neck is missing two people. Isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, let me look, look at who is in protect your neck. I think two people
2: are missing off of that one. But I mean, even just with it, would it be in the first single and just the, the ferociousness they came with right out the gate on that is like, uh.
1: I mean, but, but you know what though? I mean, if, 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 if you have to do a comparison, you would have to do probably, like he, he was trying to do, I guess, a member versus member or solo projects versus solo projects or solo success versus solo success or something, because Juice Crew doesn't have that collective body of work. But I'm just saying, just pure, ta- this, this pure talent. I feel like y'all sleeping on the Juice Crew.
2: I mean talented duels man but like like i said man when when you've got arguably one of the greatest groups to ever do it if not the greatest and they're responsible for possibly one of the greatest records of all time not just from a group not from a single and some of the you know the solo projects like i said if you extended the top 25 i'm not gonna say they don't all be in there but liquid swords cuban links or iron man could all three justifiably be in top 25 of all time and 36 chambers. Like, come on, man, that's actually ridiculous.
1: So K doesn't have a top 25 album.
2: I'm not saying that I'm saying if you look at, I don't even know who else you could compare it to. If you look at tribe, okay. Some tribe records are going to be in there. Would you put a Q-tip record in there? No, not really. Does Fife dog even have any records that you could, you know, Mm. and then, N.W.A. Like, could you put the Chronic on there? Sure. Okay. Could you put one or two Ice Cube albums on there? Okay. Sure. Can you put an MC Ren album on there? No. Can you put a <laughs> Easy E album on there? No. I mean, maybe you could do uh, Easy Does It. There's a lot of fans of that record for whatever reason. It's not. It's not that good. <laughs> okay. Let
1: me ask this then. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me ask this question then. Okay. Let's take out Thirty Six Chambers. Okay. I I know earlier I said you can't take out certain stuff, but if we just do wu Tang solo project and say there was never a 36 Chambers, right? But we knew that Wu-Tang was a group. Well, these guys all knew each other and they were featured on each other's albums, but they never did a 36 Chambers or Wu-Tang Forever or whatever. Could you see them having the same amount of success without the Wu-Tang album?
2: Okay, I see what you mean. It's like a... They're they're a crew like a posse like they all rock with each other but they're not an official group with a group project. Uh, right. That's a really interesting question because in some ways, Tical and Liquid Swords, like I was saying a little bit off air, I don't want to say they only work because of Thirty Six Chambers, but they're like extensions of Thirty Six Chambers. If that's the 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 tree, the I mean,
1: because. RZA had a record deal before Wu-Tang. Yeah,
2: let's not speak on that.
1: (laughs) RZA had a record deal before Wu-Tang. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, like, if 36 is the the tree, is the, the, the foundation, if you will, those solo records are like the branches. So do those branches work without the original 36 coming out? Yes. I think they do. Do they work? As well, (laughs) maybe not, because people might look at it as like, oh, those dudes, yeah, they all rock with each other and they got the same producer. But why does Liquid Sword sound so much like that other record? Like, oh, why does this this one sound so much like that other one? It would seem like they were just copying sort of in a way their solo records if they didn't have 36 as the foundation. So I I can I can sort of get behind that argument. Maybe. Uh, Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> I finally got something. No, I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from Wu Tang. I am not taking nothing away from Wu Tang. I, I, I believe that they are one of, I don't, oh gosh, I don't want to say top five, but I can probably put them in the top five all time, um, groups of all time.
2: Behind or in front of who? Because, like, here, and I'll, I'll say this before you even get into it. The only, the only people that I can justifiably hear an argument from that's not Wu Tang is Tribe or Outcast. I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking about I'm talking about greatest of all time. Yeah, you wouldn't put Public Enemy a- ahead of Wu Tang? Absolutely not, man. You can get off this podcast right now, talking that garbage. <laughs> the disrespect for our our legendary group, you know. Yo and yo I and I will say this I don't especially where hip hop is gone I don't think public enemy gets nearly enough respect as they should but not ahead of those other 3 that I named if we're doing 5 and you want to argue them for number 5 maybe I can get behind that but no not not 3 Fear of a Black Planet We have a black planet that takes a nation a million to hold us back. Yo, bum rush the show. Yeah, okay. I've heard the records, man. I I got you. I'm not saying they're bad records. I'm not saying, again, we're on top 25 of all time. I'm not saying at least one of those records is not going to be on there. I'm not saying that. However, top three, silver or gold, silver, bronze. Does one of those belong to Public Enemy? And I'm going to say no.
0: And that's the beauty of top fives because each person's Five is their own.
2: Yeah, but even man, like I would have like like honestly, like honestly, like honestly, I would have to sit down and think. But if I just threw five up against the wall and said Wu Tang, Outcast, Tribe, four or five, probably N.W.A. and I don't know, man. I I no front DMC. Yeah, uh, okay, but see, that's the thing. I'd put run MC or Eric B. and Rakim before I would put Public Enemy. Maybe that's me. And and you deserve to be able
0: to do that. They're my number 3 all day long. Oh. A Public Enemy's number my number 3 all day long. That's cool. That's just me. That's just me because I also weigh what they did for the culture. Okay. You know, um you gotta, you know, for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put Tribe and Daylight at one and two, and then Outcast at four. That's just me, just because what they did for the culture.
2: Daylight Soul, no doubt, above Wu Tang, above Wu Tang Clan. For me, that's just for me.
0: You were you what 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 Wu Tang did for culture for you was more impactful. For me, it it the, the what Dayla and the native tongues did. They took what the Jungle Brothers started and made it huge. There would not have been what happened in the, in the 90s if it wasn't for De La. There'd be no tribe if there wasn't De La. There'd be no De La if it wasn't for jungle.
2: Fine. However, again, your words, not mine, the, the impact of them on the culture as a whole. Are you telling me that De La Soul had a bigger impact on the culture as a whole than the Wu-Tang Clan?
0: For a period of time, Yes. You weren't around when, when people were wearing black medall- black medallions with Africa on them. I was yeah, there. Yeah. I know what You were there. They, okay. Okay, they like okay. made a difference, a huge difference. <laughs> they made it cool to be smart. They made it cool to not want to uh, uh, have a gun. You know, they just made you. They made. They made rap inclusive for those cats that weren't out here in the streets, and I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Daylight had a bunch of like sneak disses, which I-, I love. I just love it because you know you don't even know you had no idea they was who they were talking about. You know, I didn't know at that time. I found out later on, but I can I can I can get with Daylight as one of the ten best because of their consistency. Because like even like that the um what's that last album they had the anonymous nobody. I still listen to that now. Yeah. So, I'm not putting up a fight against DeLa. If if somebody put them in their top five, I, I I'm not gonna say too much about that.
0: Yeah, my what I would say to Reaper is that only time I really balk at some squawk at somebody's uh, top five if if it, if it's a consensus that people wouldn't have that person in their top ten. You know, I'm talking about if we were having this discussion and then somebody comes out and says. Uh, somebody says uh um, um easy rock you know uh, um what's that what's that? <laughs> Rob Base <laughs> Rob Base easy rock if they throw that in at us that's when you say that's silly that's that's crazy get out of here
1: I mean but, but but you can't say that because just like you said earlier your 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 opinion is your opinion
0: no doubt I'm not saying I'm saying
1: I mean like to me I think it's crazy that certain people put Eminem in their top five. That's crazy to me, but I understand it's their opinion though.
0: Yeah, and it's a reasonable opinion. I'm saying that I, I won't argue. Like like I said, I'm cool with him saying Wu Tang and 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 his lineup. His lineup to me is not arguable. But if he would have mentioned, you know, yeah. <laughs> Rob and e- DJ Easy Rock, then we would have a discussion based on him picking them so high. That's all. But each person is, is has the right to pick their own top five. That's what I love about the top five. That's why I ask about it all the time when I'm having conversations, because it's awesome to hear and that, that it's it actually can bring people together in a conversation. You know, if you're willing to listen to their reason for choosing who they chose, because, you know, if you ask my wife and her top 10 is master P (laughs) and if you hear her reason for master P being in her top 10, you'll be like, Oh, I get it for her. But we all, you know, serious heads would never put master P in their top
2: 10. But You know, you know what is such a, and I'd really like to hear that argument one day, but I think because again if again we we talked about or did we talk about Mount Rushmore maybe that wasn't a, No we did anyway we did Mount Rushmore did we yeah okay it's a good episode well, we did yeah, okay we did. well we uh when I talked about Mount Rushmore with some of my own other homeboys we talked about um and we weren't talking about hip hop we were talking about wrestling which is a whole different you know thing anyway shout out to people out there that like wrestling but we looked up the definition of like why Mount Rushmore was created. And it was this whole spiel about like, not just the importance of American history, but it was like, this person was selected because of this and this and this. And it was like four or five really distinct characteristics. And then when we looked at it from that lens, it was just like, oh, well, if it's not just impact on the wrestling business, so it's not just impact on hip hop culture, you know so for us maybe it would be impact on the culture uh consistency do they have a album that's considered greatest uh lyricism song selection quality overall catalog that kind of thing it would be like a couple of specific bullet points and if we had something like that you know maybe just on impact on the culture alone you could have or you could justifiably put uh Master P higher up than if it was just Lyricism Or something like that you see what I'm saying
1: I mean but but you make an excellent Point though but when we do think Of greatest Or best ever there's Really no criteria It's just people's opinions Their emotions their feelings Things they went to these Moments in time there's really no True Okay when you make Your list take these things into effect, and that's one of the things that we do here is when we give our thoughts or views on stuff, there's always a caveat. It's like, okay, here's why we said this, this, and this based off of X, Y, Z. And that's why I was like, it was kind of touchy. That's why in the beginning, you know, I'm starting off and I'm like, I'm kind of like, oh, goodness, I have to really preference my view based off of what some people you know this criteria that we really didn't really establish as of yet or unclear criteria and then and that's where yeah a lot of these debates get kind of touchy because just like he said he said his wife loves master p and that's in her top 10 and and i can totally understand why she put master p in her top 10 um it's a it's a feeling. It's an emotion more than a a talent thing, and I can't take that away from it because you know it's you know I can listen to a ignorant ass song right now that has no talent required about it, but if the beat is just just that good, I can give a damn about what they rapping about sometimes. So you know, it will there ever be a criteria or standard that? we have to put that we put in place to give our views on. And I don't think that will ever happen because just like you were saying about Tupac, it's so many people that love Tupac about because of what he did outside of music. Tupac didn't really do a lot in music. I mean, until he got locked up and all that stuff outside of music, him getting locked up, getting shot, the problem with the police, Mm. the movies, everything else made all eyes on me bigger than it probably should have been. Not to say that All, I, All Eyes On Me wasn't a good album, but everything he did prior to All Eyes On Me helped that album become most a lot of people's top five album. Let's be serious. And that's not to take nothing away from Tupac, but he had a lot of help to make that album as big as it was, though. No doubt. I mean, but, you know, we could never... It, it, I mean, I, I think that if, you know, if you have a platform and you are talking hip hop on like a big platform, big stage or whatever, there should be a criteria. And you should preference that criteria before you say anything because now we're coming up on the end of the year and you'll see these best of lists. And like, you know, what's the guy? The guy that uh, works with Elliot Wilson. Last year, I remember he put out his best album list last year and I'm like, I feel like this dude got paid by some record labels to put out this list because it was garbage. It was—I mean, half the albums he had on his list last year was terrible, and 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 it wasn't my opinion. I'm just—I mean, well, it was my opinion, but it i, I don't feel like a guy who, pe- who people put up there as a respected hip hop journalist will put would put albums on the list. would put the albums on the list that he put on it. What's his name? B dot B dot had Stoveguard Cooks <laughs> Reasonable Drought as his third best album last year. Who paid him? Like he. They're, look you anybody can say whatever they want stove God cooks did not have the third best album in 2020
0: that's crazy
2: it's called it's called uh, I'm'm I'm not even going
0: that's what, <laughs> no doubt that's that's no way that should have been there but we're going to do our uh our review of our favorite albums of the year we're not gonna you know do or diet the way uh b does but we're definitely gonna uh have a show where we're talking about some of the albums that we really thought were good for the year. I think that's going to be a great conversation. And uh, I got a, I got a surprise coming in uh, for that weekend as well. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, This was very spirited and I really enjoyed it, but we got to move on to the flavor fellas. So uh, that was our discussion. I don't know what we came up with before we move on. Let's see.
1: We didn't... I, I don't think... Okay, let's just say this. We we agreed to disagree.
0: We agreed to disagree. What j-
1: we agreed to disagree. I just feel like... I feel like the talent within the Juice crew, if they had an opportunity to do a collective album, I think it would have been a great album. But I think that... Th- I, don't, I don't know if there was a collective group of more than five people who may be more talented than these than the Juice Crew.
0: And that's when I said. You got to go head up because if you give me Jizza, you give me Ghostface Killer, Raekwon, Method Man, and ODB, and uh, you got, I'm putting them against almost anybody.
1: Okay, so look, let's say this. ODB and Biz Marquee, they, they cancel each other out.
0: That's right. Okay? Right.
1: Boom, that's fair. Coogee Rap and Raekwon. That's a touchy one right there, to be honest with you.
0: Yes, but they cancel
1: It's hard to put one over on the other. So there you go. That's two you cancel out right there. Shall I go on? Uh, that, Method Man and who, okay, who are you gonna put Method Man up against? Big Daddy Kane or MC Shane?
0: Um <sighs> I it I I just think that he shines over he, he
1: Well who do you put who do you put Method Man up against? Shane.
0: Against Shane. Shan,
1: okay, Meth B. Shan. Yes. Kane beats Ghostface. Who else you got?
0: Kane wouldn't go against Ghostface. Kane would have to go against Jizza. Liquid Swords. He'd have to.
1: Kane beats Jizza. Who else you got? Kane
0: beats Jizza.
1: Kane beats Jizza. Who else you got?
0: Liquid Swords. Ooh.
1: I love Jizza. I think Liquid Swords was great. I even like Jizza's first album. <laughs> I even like Jizzer when he was yeah. um
2: when he was, yeah, he yeah, was he he
1: genius. I love I love his first album.
2: He beats
0: Ghostface. Huh? You saying he beats Ghostface? Who? Kane.
1: I thought Kane went against Jizza. Uh,
0: no, I'm just asking if he if he goes against Ghostface, he beats him too. Yeah. All right. So Kane is still standing tall. So let's uh let's move on. Craig G. You know. I mean we-
1: Rox. Okay. So if we say you can say Jiza beats Roxanne or Jizzle beats Craig G, I will give you that. And then you got you God. You God is not beating Craig G or
0: Roxanne. You can't put Roxanne in there. It's just there's no there's no matchup for her. I know. I know. What you the,
1: mean? I know she the. She poli- battled. A, she battled a but She battled a group and beat uh, and beat them.
0: I know, but they they
1: threw a female in there and she beat her too.
0: That group was not nearly as skilled as you know. I, 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 I put one I,
1: person beat what four or five people.
0: I put Inspector I put Inspector Deck against her.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll tell you, this, and this is why I'll say I don't know. Watching Roxanne on that versus, even at her age now, yeah, she's still holding her own. That's a tough one. I'm That's a tough one. I'm with you. So going, so going like an individual matchups, you damn near even. And these, and this is the people who didn't even put out assault. Who didn't even put out a group album and you damn, eat, damn, even.
0: I think, I think you, you lose space with, you know, cause Craig really didn't have a real, real solid career. And Shan pretty much, after the bridge was, after the bridge is over came out, his career was over. So those are losing spots.
1: I said Shan would lose.
0: Okay. And, and Cougie Rap, you know, after he, you know, went on whatever diatribe he was on, he kind of fell off heavy. He had he had some strong albums, but then just disappeared. And now he don't even want to hang out with the uh, you know the Juice Crew. It's weird. So I say,
1: well, we're we're talking about we're talking about people in their primes, man. We're talking about people in their prime.
0: And I, I, kuji who kuji rap one of your one of their strongest rappers on that side, but he loses to Ghostface. So. He's really the only person you got on your side that's that's that you can really stand up against is is Kane. That's it. Okay, I'm not not knocking your 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 choice. I'm just saying if you're looking at the two groups, player for player, it kind of you know Kane is just on top. You guys you guys have a cheat code. Kane's your cheat code.
1: (laughs) What you mean Kane's the cheat code?
0: He's the cheat code. you know i just i mean who else who else in the juice crew is really going to knock heads and I'm, with, I'm, you not know, a, I'm not i'm not a part of you guys. most people would put raekwon ghostface uh uh JZA and and method as some of the best rappers they're, they're, those guys are in your top 20s most people put those five guys in your top 20s. Not, not
1: all four of them maybe two
0: no at least maybe three. two at least
1: you know how rare you know how rare it is to find somebody that got jizz in their top twenty
0: I understand you can find a head that's got jizz and the the loves that liquid swords out right
1: but you're saying you're saying you can find someone we're talking about
0: on average. the
1: average person
0: on average you're right. But The
1: average person is going to have Tupac and, and Biggie in their top five.
0: I understand. So I'm saying uh, of the Juice Crew... But if you
1: want to talk about hip-hop heads...
0: But of the Juice Crew, you...
1: G-Rap will be in somebody's top 20. Oh. Kane will be in top 20. Ooh, that's it. Ghostface, Raekwon, and Meth will be in somebody's top 20.
0: Okay, so three out of two. Three out of two. So two for Juice Crew, three, three for Wu-Tang. And we will leave it at that.
1: It's still a close battle, though. It's I, just, I said that it's it's still a close battle for a group of people who never did a collective album, and that's a good feat. I, I give them credit for that.
0: All right, so we're gonna give them that credit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. That's all he wanted was to give them credit. I mean,
1: okay, okay, this, this is the last point, and, right. and, and and like I said, I I can't take nothing away from Wu Tang. Me as a teenager in the nineties. You know, it was an incredible moment, but I don't think, you know, I just feel like, you know, a, a a collective like the Juice Crew doesn't get a lot of credit or a lot of recognition for the talent that they have. And I think that's my, that's probably why I'm probably pushing this point out there. So I'll leave it at that. But it's still a close battle. It's still a close battle the way you look, any way you look at
0: it. All right. And that's what's up. And that was our conversation Juice Crew versus Wu Tang. And now we're moving on to our favorite, one of our favorite segments, and that's the flavor. And we're gonna start this week's uh flavor off with our man Reaper's pick, and here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, lift me up, lift me up, hallelujah, lift me up, lift me up, hallelujah. Half a meal posted in the Bel Air lobby Yeah, fucking with a star, think she's somebody I like a real sweet daddy and a little snobby I like to rap again and hope this is my real hobby Yeah, money in a chase, chasing, don't stop it I need the gross, same number as the profit She want a nigga, who gon' like her, got a lot of options How she falling in love, I ain't even pop you bro, bro, I pay extra for the big body I'm a cold ass nigga, need a hot toddy
0: Alright, and that was Lift Me Up by a man Tiger. So let's jump into it with Cam. Kev, what were your thoughts on Reaper's pick "Lift Me Up" by Tiger? I
1: think Tiger, I think Tiger has an underrated sound. Um, you know, he doesn't get a lot of uh, recognition, but I love how he always keeps it with that West Coast sound. It's just, I just love it. Um, you know, I, I like I always say, I like guys who or females who, you know, they kind of rep their city or their state uh with their music and it you know that they they don't kind of blend in with the other regions or what's hot right now and that's what i liked about this song it sounds like a west coast uh what was that sound that hyphy sound from some years back and that's what it reminded me of and that's what i liked um what was it uh e40 the screwed up click um there was another guy Oh god, Mr. Fab. It get, it it took me back to that era. So I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a, um I'm gonna search for this and I I'm, I'm probably gonna download it later on this week.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, I I enjoyed it myself. Um it was reminiscent to uh his uh, older tracks and uh it had a lot of uh, fun feel to it, you know. Tiger was the type of cat that you could always count on at least having one club banger in his uh, repertoire, each album. So I think he's back to his old ways and he's trying to maintain, you know, that's what's up. So uh, Reaper, why did you choose Lift Me Up by
2: Tiger? Well, I told you, man, I'm in the streets every weekend uh, in the clubs, you know, just hitting the ground running. And um, like you just sort of referred to, Tiger, is somebody that, especially over the last three, maybe three years, three and a half, years ever since he put out taste um you can count on him to just whatever he put out is gonna be club ready and i do think the sample is a bit strange like lift me up and hallelujah and all that stuff with all the cussing you know but uh it's got that upbeat tempo like he doesn't really put out anything that's slower than 98 99 100 bpm or so so it's like people out there moving and you know, I could I could go into 25 minutes of just Tiger tracks and, like, have people sweating. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. Tiger, if you listening or if you ever hear this somehow, keep it up, man. Keep it up. Yeah, that's what's up, <laughs> my man, Tiger. So uh, let's
0: jump into it with uh, my pick. And here we go.
1: don't for your freedom bell the chill break. chase
2: now nah, I overtake you tell Kate how this carbon monoxide taste smell fade will for the smells space and keep drown by the smell strong with crust
0: All right, and that was chase by my man Cannabis, featuring MF Doom, cool Keith, and just in time. Let's jump into a rever what were your thoughts on my pick Chase by.
2: Cannabis. Man, the whole time I was listening, I was just like, who is this? Like it's familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. Cannabis. why wow, I would have never I would have never guessed that. Man, that's what's up. That he's still making tracks. As far as the track though, uh nothing special. I mean, you know, it's got that boom bap sort of sound. It's got that on the moon. On the moon. Like, that's cool. But uh, I don't know. Nothing super super standout ish. It was a cool little track though. All right, that's what's up. Kev, your thoughts?
1: I, I enjoyed it. You know, like he was saying, it, it's this is the a boom bat beat to me and it was something that, you know, uh uh cannabis and Mike Geronimo used to do a lot, which was have these uh Posse records, which kind of took me back some. Um and just you know, and and I knew that was Cool Keith's voice, and I was just waiting for you to confirm it. So it, it was good to hear Cool Keith again because I I don't know when the last time I heard a Cool Keith verse at all. So it's a lot of uh, uh underground hip hop guys that were on this this record, and, and 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 it's something that I'm probably like I said I'm gonna download this one too to kind of to spin it again. Um, I I really enjoyed this one.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. I uh. Again, I say it every week when we do the flavor. I listen to a lot of music throughout the week, and uh, just happened to hear this joint. It was like, oh man, MF Doom, Cool Keith, you know, cannabis. And I'm sorry, I'm an old head. I love to reminisce and see the old cats. You know, got to show love to them. Still trying to get it in. Uh, production's not always at the highest level, but uh, that's because they're most of them are indie they're trying to do this on their own they can't afford some of the hot boys that are out here making you know the real cool beats these days but you know nothing like a a sunny day you know and hearing something like this so uh that's my choice of why i chose that so let's move into it with our man kev our anchor man and his choice and here we go
1: i'm talking to myself Crazy. 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 Chomp, too. Chomp. 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 I Think you gotta just put me in the conversation. Got to get it by any means. I fight fires. Dance around the doubt. It's weighing heavy, boy, like Dwight Myers. I'm a live wire off and A-hole. One shot can start the war like Sarah crusade Crusader for the artists like I play for Valparaiso. I just raised the standards. The first out made history. I made them change the banners, And I wasn't in their plans, but that's too bad because I'm you I didn't think I'd get
2: here. Just imagine where I'm headed. I'm ascending to the apex. Do more.
0: All right. And that was Get It by our man Russ featuring... Saha the Prince and Lloyd Banks. All right, I'm going to jump in and get my two cents first and just say that, uh, you know, Russ has carved out a nice place for himself in this world. We call hip-hop man, and uh, I'm just going to give him kudos for, for for what he has done. You know, not many cats uh, have had to work as hard as he's had to work to and, and gathered as much uh, acclaim as he's gathered. So a uh, uh, mad love to him. I uh, appreciate him showing some love to Lloyd Banks. Uh, You know, again, me as an old head, want to see the old head shine. So uh, uh, kudos, kudos. Uh, uh, I thought the beat was a little too melodic for me, but it is what it is. All right. What are are your thoughts, Reaver?
2: Number one, is Lloyd Banks an
0: old head? Is that what we're doing now? Uh, Anybody pre-2010, they're saying is an old head. That's not my words. That's uh, your 20-somethings.
2: Okay, well. Alright. You know, this is another sidebar before I give my opinion. We, we talked about this not too long ago. Um, and I've asked a lot of different people. I, I could ask y'all, we could maybe have this conversation on there. I mean, it's not hip hop solely, but the question is about OG, right? So OG originally is like original gangster, right? But OG has grown to mean like old head in a way, like old school, wise, you know, player or whatever. So, is OG status obtained based on age, based on how long you've been around? Like you hit 10 years and now you're an old head. If you hit 15 years, you're an OG. Or do you have to contribute something? Do you have to be wise? Do you have to, like I said, have some some young, some YGs under you to become the OG? Is OG related more to like teacher or like master, like sensei? Um, uh. For the 20-something-year-olds that I mentor and hang around, it's more
0: so just age. Right.
2: um, I mean, both. Because, like I said, OG started as one thing, like an acronym, but it's grown to be something completely different. And I can't remember which rapper said it, but the line specifically was, you're not an OG, you're just old. And I think that's really interesting because, well, now we're talking about... Because if, if it's solely based on age... Or age and semi wisdom, everybody achieves OG status. If, if you're just
1: but no, 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 I don't think he means what people think. I mean, are I, you saying what people think or someone's opinion? Well, I mean, the, I, OG is rooted in the gang culture and it was old gangster or original gangster um it was a, a elder within the gang culture per se and because the way the gangs are set up yes your og was someone who was who had an influence on you mm. and they were your big homie per se but because the gang culture took over hip hop their lingo and their ways have transitioned into this new I guess world, you can say. So now OG doesn't mean original gangster anymore. OG does mean like old guy or older guy. Now, yes, an OG should be someone who has contributed or mentored or did something for people. Some people call an OG because you're old and some others call you an OG because... You've done something. You you were you're a mentor, or you were an influence of someone. So it, I think it depends on who you're talking to because it's like he said some. Like he said some youngers he talked to said it's an old guy. Um, I don't think of an OG as an older person. I think of an OG as someone who's had an impact, or you know, someone who's willing to give out advice, or look out for people, or um, who's paving a way for the future, either future musical artists or producers or actors or whoever. So I don't know. Like I mean, like I think, you know, it's kinda like the conversation we had earlier. What's the standards or what's the criteria in certain things? Because so many people can take certain words and certain phrases and dilute them or flip them over time and it kinda and then takes away from the original purpose because the original purpose was the big homie or the you know, this overseer or this somebody who looked out for other people, which it should have never changed the way from.
0: Yeah. That's what's up. But I, I will tell you this. Uh, I don't know if either of you have seen, but if you, the movie King Richard, but there's a perfect scene in the movie about this per- topic. So you got some gang dudes in the community that are kind of harassing uh, Richard uh, and his daughters while he's trying to teach them, uh, you know, tennis and the guy keeps calling him OG, OG. And in the midst of him calling him OG, what does he do? He pistol whips him. So in in my experiment, you know, in experience with the word OG, it's never had a lot of reverence with it. There can be reverence with it, but after it left the actual gang culture and just went into the community, it then became just some a word that people use to describe you as an old person. Okay. That's just my experience with the word. All right? So now
2: your two cents on Russ and uh, get it. You know what? I was just thinking about Psy the Prince like two days ago. Like he came out when he was with Kanye and doing the Good Fridays and stuff. And I really liked some of that like stuff he was putting out right as being a mixtape stuff. And he just went ghost like i don't know what happened but that's cool to uh hear him reference again because i just thought about him the other day um as far as the track i mean it was again kind of similar to the cannabis track honestly like production wise and the flow even is kind of similar like yeah, so same thoughts yep oh. all right Ken, why you choose that joint
1: it was like he said it's i, I it's Saha, I'm a fan of. Um, I have, you know, I've missed his, his, you know, his features or whatever on stuff. Um, and and to let you know, he had a problem with Kanye. Um, and good music, so that's why he kind of um he went low. And then he was in a car accident. He was in a real bad car accident. I don't know if you follow his social media, but it was he was like uh, some guys had saw him in his car and they thought he was somebody else and they chased him down. They were shooting at his car. He got a bad Cox and he was hurt for a while. So, in between recovering from that accident and things he was dealing with Kanye, he just kind of laid low for a little while. Uh, But Russ added Lloyd Banks on it. You know, uh, I think Lloyd Banks is having an incredible 2021. So, uh, huh? Go ahead. Oh, I think Lloyd Banks is having an incredible year. Um, You know, he had a couple of features out. He had a good album he released earlier this year. And, and I like the way that Russ and his team um, put the song together. They let Russ open. They gave Cy si middle Middleverse and let Lloyd uh, end the song. I think that was the perfect way. Yeah, and it, it was just, you know, really enjoyable. Um, So that's, you know, that's why I picked it.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Really appreciate that, uh, gentlemen. Uh, very uh, good conversation as usual. Uh, just like to let the fans know, we're definitely going to be doing some, uh, reviews in the next few weeks and also giving our prediction of what we're looking forward to in 2022. Uh, so, uh, can tell them where they can follow us on social media?
1: You can follow us at, uh, on Twitter at mixed era rap and on Instagram at mixed era
0: rap pod. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, Reaper, tell them where they can follow you on social media.
2: Uh, At the 313kid across all platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, WeChat. I don't know if y'all do that out there. Shout out to my people in Asia. And uh, Mixcloud, if you like DJ mixes. I posted some new stuff recently, and we're going to be dropping a uh, best of 2021 club mix uh, very soon. It's going to be two hours, so tune in for that. Awesome. That's what I'm
0: talking about. And if you don't know, now you know, because DJ Reaper really puts in work. He's one of my favorite. He's doing his thing, uh, especially for us old guys who uh, get lazy at some of our, uh, our wedding gigs and birthday gigs. Uh, we can take advantage of uh, the talent of uh, our real club DJs and mixes like that. Guess what? I put them on and then I go <laughs> and eat. <laughs> so I appreciate him for all that he does. And with that, we just want to thank the fans and uh, tell you, we really appreciate you and look forward to uh 2022 and what we had coming. We out of here. Peace.